Welcome to the KPB Podcast. This is your host, Ethan Gavon, coming to you from Sacramento, California. Keep Playing Baseball is a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping every high school baseball player navigate the recruiting process and play college baseball. At KPB, we don't think money should dictate who has the opportunity to play college baseball or who gets to make informed decisions throughout the college baseball recruiting process. And all our resources, including this podcast, are 100% free. No signups, no fees, no strings attached. We use the KPB podcast in many different ways, but the main point is to get you the information you need to keep playing baseball. We appreciate you tuning in to the KPB podcast, the best source of recruiting information on the go. What's up, guys? Welcome to another Daily KPB. We're, uh, we're doing a little bit different take on this one, and we are talking about uh, coaching and coaching cues. And so really what we want to get at is why we should not let our ego and our preferred language get in the way of development. So I know that's going to take some explaining, but um, a, a lot of what we're talking about in this podcast has to do with the split in baseball coaching philosophies that's taking place right now. Um, you go online, you talk in different circles, uh, you go on social media, and you're going to see that there's a pronounced split between many baseball coaches, um, and it's been labeled as the old school versus the new school. But um, if we're being honest, there's a lot more nuance to the, to the debate than that. But, um, you know, on one side, you have people who have the mentality that the traditional way of coaching baseball has worked for years, uh, manufacturing runs, small ball, uh, hitting the ball hard on the ground, um, you know, things that people are arguing have been successful for uh, over 100 years. And then on the other side, you have the influence of technology, you have the the data-driven approach, kind of this new age coach who is uh, embracing data-driven analysis and looking for different ways to develop players and, and develop winning strategies. And um, Eugene Bleeker from 108 Performance, he's got a great new book out, Old School versus New School, The Application of Data and Technology into Baseball, where he talks about you know, how the old school philosophies and the new school philosophies are are both needed and how we need to be able to bridge the gap between the two. It's a great book, um, and it talks a little bit about what we're going to be discussing in this podcast. But for the sake of this podcast, we are going to use the example of swing plane to uh, highlight the split between this kind of old thought and the new thought and um, and explain why if we're too rigid in our coaching instruction, if we're too rigid with our coaching cues and our language, how it actually makes us a worse coach, it doesn't help our players develop. So, you know, swing plane, uh, you don't have to go far to hear examples of people talking about launch angle swings or swinging down to the baseball, swinging up to the baseball, swinging on plane with the baseball, um, you know, both sides of the debate are very vocal. No one's pulling any punches. And so 
you know, you're going to be inundated with strong opinions when you enter this debate on social media or wherever. And so the, our aim on this podcast is to appeal to both sides and again, talk about how inflexible language and coaching cues are getting in the way of player development. We're also going to discuss why it's important to remain flexible with our instruction and, and rather than focus on necessarily what we're saying, pay attention to the movements that it's eliciting in our players and what's going to make them most successful. So again, um, for the sake of this example, we're just going to say that your coaching belief are, is that hitters should swing on plane with the pitch. So in your coaching, you explain to your hitters why swinging on plane with the pitch is the best way to hit. You tell them that getting on plane with the pitch early is going to give them the biggest margin for error. It's going to allow you to hit the ball hard more often and so on and so forth. So when your hitters are training at practice, you notice that hitter number one swing is really steep. He's got a negative attack angle. Um, he's really chopping down hard at the ball. He's either popping it up on the infield or pounding it right into the dirt in front of home plate. And so you tell the hitter, hitter number one, that he needs to level out his swing and try and hit the ball right back where it came from. And when you tell him that, the result is that his swing becomes even more of a rigid chop. And the more you tell him to level out his swing, the worse it becomes, right? The more choppy his swing gets. Hitter number two comes up and he's swinging with a huge uppercut. He's getting under the ball. He's not able to strike the center mass of the ball. He's, he's hitting a lot of just soft pop-ups uh, and not squaring anything up. And you give hitter number two the same swing level cue that you gave hitter number one but now his swing becomes even more uphill, and the more you tell him to level out his swing, the more uphill and dysfunctional his swing becomes. So that's two different hitters, the same verbal cue, and two polar opposite physical responses, neither of which is helping either player be successful. So this is a simple and extreme example but it really helps drive home an important point, and that is that the same verbal cue or language to different players is likely to create different physical responses from the players. It's likely to create different movement patterns. And so as a coach, if you remain stubborn and attached to your preferred language because it's quote-unquote the right way, who actually benefits from this, right? You're certainly not doing any favors to either player in this scenario uh, if they continue to get worse by applying your verbal cue. You're simply missing an opportunity to get two players better. So instead of focusing on the quote-unquote right language, you should be focusing on using language that creates understanding and the right physical response for each individual player, right? You want to use language that creates the movement pattern that's going to give that individual player the best chance of success in the game. So that might mean that you tell hitter one who was chopping down at the ball that he needs to swing up to the baseball and think about having a massive uppercut while you tell hitter number two that he needs to focus on swinging down to the baseball and maybe even chopping at the baseball. 
And then you tell the rest of your hitters who, who connect with the verbal cue that they need to swing level or on plane, then you just tell them to swing level on plane. And that way, every single one of your players is going to be able to maximize their movement patterns and, and give themselves the best chance at success in the game. By being flexible with your verbal cues, by not being married to just one verbal cue, maybe the one that worked best for you, you help everyone get better and you make yourself a more successful coach. You make your team a more successful team. So the idea of being flexible with language and finding the verbal cues that work for each guy, it means that you're probably going to have to set your ego aside and, and you're going to have to set aside some stubbornness. And by doing so, that doesn't mean that you don't know what you're talking about or that you're teaching the wrong things. In fact, it's quite the opposite. A, a multidimensional approach to coaching is a sign that you're committed to teaching. You're committed to helping your players develop the movement patterns that they need to be successful in the game. So by giving up what you think is right and being flexible and having multiple ways of creating the patterns that are going to lead to success, that's actually what coaching is all about. Coaching is about development. It's not about proving that your way is the only way or your way is the right way. So if we haven't convinced you with this example yet, you're still not ready to give up your preferred verbal cue for something that doesn't resonate well with you, think about this, okay? We've seen this um, in video where Mike Trout gets on, gets on a video and he's talking about how he trains his swing, how he trains his thought process, and he trains his swing thinking about swinging down on the baseball, possibly the greatest baseball player of all time, and he trains thinking about swinging down. On the other hand, you have a player like Chris Bryant who trains by, by thinking about swinging up on the baseball. So should either one of these MVPs train, you know, change their training cue because it's wrong? No, that would be ridiculous, right? Both these guys are having tremendous success and there are many paths to success. There's many thought processes, processes that, that lead to success. So, you know, you see it with with old timers too, you know, there's been videos that circulate of Alex Rodriguez talking about how he swings down to the baseball and people are quick to point out that in video, uh, you know, Alex Rodriguez isn't actually swinging down to the baseball and he's not in the positions that he says he's in. And that just has to do with the way that Alex Rodriguez's brain works, what he has to tell himself in order to create movement patterns that lead to success. And the way that he conceptualizes his movements is going to be different from the next player. And as a coach, it's our job to handle these, these differences and understand the way that our players think. You know, understand that for one guy, he might have to think about swinging down at the baseball to put himself in the best position for success and really square the ball up. For the next guy, he might have to think about swinging like like he's swinging a, a pitching wedge or a nine iron in order to get on plane with the pitch and hit the ball hard. Um, and so moving forward as a coach, prioritize helping your players find their own paths to success 
by using language and verbal cues that work for them. And what we mean by working for them, just to repeat it one more time, is it, it gives them the movement patterns, it puts them in the positions that are going to lead to them being successful more often. It's going to lead to them reaching their ceiling as a player. And so there's been a ton of discussion about old school versus new school. Um, we have a written article of the same title that kind of addresses this issue and why it's important to be flexible in our coaching cues and have a lot of different tricks and a lot of different uh, lingo that we can turn to to try and help our players conceptualize what we're trying to get them to do. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, if you want to discuss this, we'd be more than happy to do that with, with you and talk about the angle that we're coming from and why we think it's important to be flexible. Um, otherwise, until the next time, we'll, uh, we'll catch you then, but take care. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode of the KPB Podcast. If you find value in our podcast, please help us make it better. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a five-star rating. Write a review. All of that helps us get this information into the hands of those who need it most. We're always beyond excited to get questions and provide more information. You can reach us by email at keepplayingbaseball at gmail.com. Our Twitter DMs are open. That's at keepplayingbb. Same is true for our Instagram account. That's at keepplayingbaseball. And Facebook, keepplayingbaseball. We're always excited to help provide you with the information that you need to make educated decisions in the recruiting process and move towards your goal of playing college baseball. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, take care.